Hey, Explorers, welcome to episode 263 of the TDR Now podcast. We're the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney, Hong Kong Disneyland, Shanghai Disneyland, and also other theme parks in Japan, and just general travel to Japan. And yeah, we're coming to you directly from Japan here. You can find us up on our website at tdrexplorer.com. We're also all over social media under the same name. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer, and I'm the one getting no sleep because of what we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> and laughing in the background is, is Patricia. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> um, hi, I'm uh. Trish. I take photos. I'm a tourism guide. So if you are planning to come to Japan, contact the Urayasu Tourism Information Center, especially on the weekends, and we can set up an English-speaking tour for you. <laughs> Uh, because Japan is what, Chris? Opening, what? reopening, open for business. All of a sudden, like very suddenly. <laughs> I guess. Well, I don't want. I don't want to say fully, but they're like for yeah. the most part, yeah. For the most part, yeah. Why? Uh, I mean, I am shocked. <laughs> we didn't really know this was coming this quickly. Like, no. Was it like last month or two months ago? Not even two months ago. They changed things to oh, you can just book through a tour guide instead of a guided tour. And we kind of thought, okay, we're going to continue these micro steps every three months until mm -hmm. sometime next year. But no, just like pretty much out of the blue, it felt uh, like we we got wind of it like a week before. Yeah. But obviously, we don't say anything until it's like official from the government because things could change. But you know, we 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 knew like a week before then. Uh, because the they'll Prime always of they always pre-announce it. They're always like, "Oh, you know, this is probably going to happen." And we're I'm like, mulling oh, hey, over this. We're mulling over this. I'm like, "Hey, that's interesting." I've never heard the word "mulling" used <laughs> so much until I moved to this country. In Japan, either things move very like they they have like two modes. Like one is like molasses slow, and then all of a sudden we're doing it. We're doing it now. One day we're gonna wake up, Chris, and fax machines will be gone. Okay. Yeah, just like <laughs> they'll oh, be like, okay. "Oh, we're not oh. doing that anymore." <laughs> so, yeah, but I just sent a fax yesterday. No, it's oh, yeah, done. but sorry, <laughs> you can't from today. Sorry. Yeah, October 11th is the day where if you reside in a country that is part of the visa-free, visa-free or visa waiver program, basically countries prior to 2020, they had they had a visa agreement like the similar. Yeah, the visa agreement. You can come to Japan without having to apply for a visa ahead of time. You yes. get a tourist visa on arrival for 90 days. So this includes most people that are listening to the podcast, but we'll have links in the show notes. Just whatever we talk about here, please check the show notes for links for anything here. And if you have any questions, like very specific questions, please don't ask me. <laughs> please don't ask Patricia. No. Contact your local closest Japanese embassy or consulate because they will have the most updated information. Yes. I necessarily won't. <laughs> they know what's up because that's their job. Yeah. So contact them, make them work for their paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> but we will try our best to keep information up to date. But yeah, if you have very, very specific questions, please contact them because they will know before we even do. And sometimes I don't even know the answer to things. So, hey. Where was I going with this? <laughs> October 11th. Yeah. I guess really quickly, the requirements for this stuff. Oct October 11th, you don't have to book through a guided tour anymore. You don't have to book through a travel agency. You can come to Japan just like you normally would. But, but here's the, I don't want to say catch. Here's the extra step, I guess you have to do. 
you have to provide proof of vaccination three times, three vaccinations, or a negative PCR test within 72 hours of departing for Japan. List of vaccines that are like accepted. We'll have links in the show notes because you know things like Pfizer, Moderna, those are accepted, and then there's other ones. I don't even know what all the other ones are because I know there's ones from China, there's ones from Russia, and like other countries that I don't even know what the names are, but some of them are accepted, some aren't. Anyway, check the show notes; it's all good. And you're gonna be submitting this stuff through a website. After October 3rd, I, I was reading on this website. It's called the Visit Japan Web. Very easy to remember. Yeah. It's being updated on October 3rd, so we don't know what that is yet, but it's you're going to have to submit this stuff before you depart to Japan. So you need to just keep up to date with that stuff. It, the stuff is changing very rapidly. Like We've gotten inform- like tons of information just in like the last four days. So things are changing quickly. <laughs> But I guess another thing to just to kind of preface everything, if you're not coming to Japan right away, if you're coming sometime next year, all this is going to change. I guarantee it. It's going to change probably pretty quickly. So don't worry too much about it, but just keep up to date with things, I guess, as your trip gets closer. Who knows how long this is going to be, like the requirements for vaccinations and stuff. Could be one month, could be a year, could be two months. They could just suddenly tell us, you don't need to do it anymore. <laughs> I, I have a strong <laughs> feeling they're going to keep it for a while. Me too. I have a feeling that's something that's going to stick for a while. That aside, uh, it's exciting. You know, people can start traveling back to Japan. It's been, a what, two and a half years? Yeah. It's been a while. A lot has changed. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, besides all the, like, requirements that have changed, I wonder, I wonder if people realize how much like just touring will have changed because not just how to, we've talked about this, I think in the past, um, sometimes of how to get into certain venues, right? For example, theme parks or museums or concerts, things like that. But not only has that changed, but like the venues that exist has changed quite a bit like very famous tourist destination we were literally just talking about this before we started recording like the whole team labs area the pallet town in odaiba with the big ferris wheel yeah that's literally being torn down as we speak it's (laughs) the venus the venus fort outlet mall that's closed like that whole area is just being demolished right now Uh and that was that was a big tourist draw like draw that the team labs was very popular. Well, they're going to reopen it. It is reopening. Yeah. It is reopening. Not until next year, I think somewhere else in Tokyo, mm-hmm. but like for now it's gone. Like, right. Like it's closed. It's not there right now. <laughs> you know, the robot restaurant is kaput. I mean, kaput all these tourism restaurants are gone like sailor moon because yeah. these are not made for locals. The sailor moon no. restaurant, the robot restaurant, the kawaii monster cafe, and even things that had been in the country for decades, like the the lockup kind of like a uh, horror restaurant is is it closed two months ago, you know, so it like even famous sites like the the Nakagin capsule tower uh, was just finished torn down this week. So do some research. And I would actually go as far as to contact the different places because if it's a new closure it might not even be showing up on google yet as permanently closed the country is 
you know, <laughs> changed a lot. And obviously Tokyo Disney is no different. We've talked about that obviously extensively on, on the, on the show. I guess like for Tokyo Disney in particular, there's not going to be a key turned and things are just going to magically, you know, pun intended, uh, magically just be easier to visit. That's not going to be the case. Tickets are only two months ahead of time. It's <laughs> the website is still very hit or miss if it's going to work for you. Hotels are much harder to book now because the window is shorter. Mm-hmm. But it's three months now, right? I think. Yeah, it's three months to book a Disney hotel. Before it was six months, right? But Chris, now it's only three. It's not just the timing. You know, the the tourism is opening, but they also want national tourism to go up. So they're doing discount campaigns for nationals. Yes. So and I already see people talking about the Disney hotels being cheaper. So yeah, because the, there's going to be a discount campaign, I think, until the end of the year mm-hmm. for locals. So I obviously we'd be included too because we live here. I think it was like forty percent off, like hotels. Yeah, like per night. Yeah, I will stay at the Miracosta. I will book the Miracosta for forty percent <laughs> off. Damn rights, I will. So I think for like the remainder of the year, it's going to be really hard to book hotels, especially. If a lot of locals, like residents living here, are traveling, because forty percent off is not something to pass up. That is cheap. That is very cheap. This is like giving me vibes back to remember back in when we had the go to travel. Yeah, at the end, like, I remember. The fall, uh, <laughs> I remember that. I I remember booking the freaking Keihan Hotel, like one of the closest hotels to Universal Studios Japan. For 2,000 yen a night. So like 20 bucks mm-hmm. a night. Ridiculous. We're never going to see that again. Like, no, because that was when nobody up. was traveling. Yeah. Even if I got it for, you know, $50 a night, that's still cheap. Mm-hmm. $60, $70 a night, that's still stupid cheap. Yeah. So I think there's going to be a lot of competition to be booking these hotels, especially the in-demand ones, like the Disney hotels. Right. They're they're hard to book now. They're going to be even harder. Like they're honestly, they're going to sell out. They will. They're going to fill up those hotels completely mm-hmm. with the forty percent off. Everyone's going to be booking it. I'm going to be trying to book. <laughs> Getting me forty percent off? Yes. I'm going to go stay at the Miracosta. I'm going to try get a character room at Tokyo <laughs> Disneyland Hotel. Like, yeah, I'm going to go. I don't know what's going to happen in the next few months. It's just going to be. I don't know. It's going to be weird. We're going to have this weird, like, chaotic time. <laughs> I, I, I'm I, trying to find out, like, what, like, in case people come to ask questions at the tourism office, like, the best way to explain, like, how to book different things in English. Because it varies yeah, some, so much. Some stuff is just not in English anymore. And you can't always walk up to certain venues. So I'm really concerned about that. Yeah, like, to- like I, I, again, I'm using Tokyo Disneyland as an example. They don't have walk-up tickets. You have to do it online. Mm-hmm. There's no place to physically buy them unless you're staying at one of the Disney hotels. Yeah, that that could be a good. Do the other hotels, like the like the partner hotels, like or, or good neighbor hotels, do they also sell tickets or no? I just looked this up, and it could change. It's kind of a mess. Mm. So in the Japanese website, so I checked the Sheraton and the Hilton because those are yeah. the two most popular ones. If you can book. A package that includes yeah. tickets in Japanese. But that's different. Yeah, because that's but, a package. Because we've done that before. But like, I was yeah. wondering if you're staying at the hotel, if you can buy tickets nope. or not. No, right? So, and I checked the English website. 
for the English website, you don't book a package because uh, that's unavailable, right. but you book a room, but you have to specify that you want to reserve tickets. You have to tell them how many tickets you want ahead of time. Mm -hmm. So, and I'm not too sure how that works. Like, when do you pay that? Like, I, I don't fully understand that. And I think it's probably going to change. So like, I didn't really look into it too deeply. Honestly, it'll probably change come October. Like, who knows? I mean, I, don't I, know. I would imagine they've got probably people working on it, getting ready for international yeah, tourists, so you know? I guess like the thing is, a lot of people right now that are wanting to travel here, they want answers right now. And we just can't mm, give it. You because guess it's case by case, you know? So many things are changing and things are just going to rapidly change. Obviously, I try to stay on top of things, but I just... Ooh, it's a lot. <laughs> also, like a lot of people, I think a lot of people that do international travel generally try to follow some kind of like manners when they travel overseas. But I know that they are making a rule that some hotels, if the guests don't wear masks, for example, yes. that they can reject the service to those people staying at the hotel. Yep. So I think manners is going to be a really important thing as well. That you know, uh, all the businesses here require masks in any event. Movie theaters, you know, it all requires masks. They're trying to pass that as a, like a law or something, a law for hotels, I guess. Like for hotels specifically. Yeah, hotels can deny you service if you're not wearing a mask. So that could be. I'd like who knows if that's going to go through. I don't know. Probably by the time this episode comes out, <laughs> we would have heard. Uh, it's going to be a very interesting time <laughs> the next few months as to what's going to happen with all this kind of stuff. So I personally think people should wait. Even if you've been here before, I think you should wait and just see how this plays out and how it changes. If you don't mind living on the edge, so to speak, fill your boots. <laughs> For example, like with my sister, we can help her when she comes, right? We can help her and her partner. We can book things for them and everything. But I even her, I told her I, I would just wait, let things settle. Um, new things will open also in between that time. You know, it'll be easier to have access to different events and restaurants and locations. So I would just wait, even with our help, I, I wouldn't recommend it right now, personally. Yeah. But it's case by case for everybody. Yeah. So you have to make the decision that's right for you. There there could be people listening that are they're not necessarily coming for tourism, but they're coming to visit like family or friends or mm -hmm. something like yeah. that. Yeah. And it's a different very situation. Different. Very different, yeah. I, I guess for like Tokyo Disneyland, my personal opinion is the parks are not ready. And I don't think they will be for a little bit. And not just Tokyo Disneyland though, Chris, like it's Gib everywhere. Ghibli to get into Ghibli, it's like what by lottery or by limited tickets every day, right? And that's in the countryside. Oddly enough, Universal is very easy to get into, yeah. and they even have walk-up tickets. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're, if you're a Universal like, fan, it's good. It's everything's okay. <laughs> yeah, Universal's cool. You can just walk yeah. up and buy tickets most days, which is crazy. But it really, really varies. So I, if yeah, you are <laughs> coming. I would re I would really get on the net and start researching, start contacting places that you want to visit if you're not sure if they're open or not. I yeah. would really, really do my research ahead of time if I were you. And like I'm busy going through our past articles 
on the website for Disney and Universal and updating those because I just left them for the longest time because there are a lot of effort to update. And with things changing so quickly, I didn't want to be updating 20 articles every two months or three months, right? That's just not practical. Uh So now that things are opening, now I'm going back. I'm like, okay, I need to really update these because stuff is outdated, right? Mm -hmm. So now like it's worth the effort because, you know, people can actually come and visit. Yeah, it's, um, it's good. Things are finally moving. Like we have, we have a date. A lot of businesses really need this tourism. So oh yeah, it is a really, it, and it was unfair. It was unfair that Japanese could travel wherever and, and people, the, the other countries were not allowed to come. You can't have it. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You know what I mean? You have to, yeah, yeah you, you have to have it, visas go both ways. It's, it's kind of a really interesting and exciting time. It's been a weird two, like two and a half years. Um, of course, it's been weird for everybody. I mean, it was a pretty wild. <laughs> I mean, global ca- pandemics are, you know, like it's a yeah. wild thing to live through. <laughs> it's just, I guess, it's just weird, like for us, I guess, or like I, I should, I should speak for myself. Being in a country that I'm not from, oh, like I, yeah. I immigrated to, sure, during a pandemic, during all these like really big changes, uh-huh. is a is an experience oh, <laughs> you for know? Sure. having to renew my visa during the <gasps> pandemic uh, you know like things that, like doing those kind of things like yeah. it's just whew, whew. like in some, <laughs> you know? in some ways it's gotten it's really weird it's like this really weird in between of harder and easier <laughs> You know, because I do like having like a specific appointment time where, you know, you're coming in at this time. It's not super crowded with people like that's like a good change. But being able to get those time slots being more difficult is is hard. You know what I mean? Like it's like a double issue. It's good and it's bad at the same time. You know, it's it's just like it's it's a change. I was out in Shibuya today and I saw a lot of tour groups. Uh, like foreign tour groups. I think they were French, I want to mm-hmm. say. It was just very, I'm not used to it anymore. Like seeing gr- like people who are clearly tourists. Because, you know, yeah. you, you can, like, obviously you can there's tell other foreigners here, right away. But you can tell which foreigners live here. Uh-huh. Like we all kind of, a lot of us, you know, we basically, we know how to live in this country, right? So yeah. you can kind of tell who lives here and who doesn't. But seeing like these very clearly tour groups of people was a little like, I guess, lack of a better term, jarring. Because it two is, and a half it's really, years it's really shocking. It, yeah. Two and a half years it's without like, this, like, oh, oh tourists. Right. Yeah. People can come and visit Spend now. Spend money, well, that's, please. That's good. But it was weird. It's still kind of weird, you know? It's just, it's going to take a lot of getting used to again. You know what's also weird, Chris? I'm going to say, I know it's not required to use tourism, like touring companies, but if there is some big places you want to go, like theme parks or like certain places you want to visit, I it might be easier in the beginning to just book. Like, it doesn't have to be like one of those overseas tours. It could be like a tour, like when you get here. I don't know if they're even doing it anymore. I imagine they are the like the what's it called the the bus the hotel bus or something. Oh, that's reopened, yeah. Right, like like just to be able 
or like, you know, like, like JTV, like just to be able to get into certain venues, whether it's like museums or, or like theme parks or something like that, there has to be an international, like they have to be, they have, there has to be English speakers at those companies. So, or, or of course, other languages as well, definitely Chinese, Korean, Thai, French is another huge tour group. So like there has to be international speakers working for those companies. So like if there's a specific place you want to get to, you can check ahead of time, go, oh, nuts. I can't get in. It's sold out. I I would maybe check through one of those. And I would usually not do that because I'm like, oh, it's overpriced and blah, blah, blah. But if you really have a place that you want to go to and your time is limited, and I usually I wouldn't recommend it, but like I would maybe recommend it at this point. What do you think? I don't know. I I don't know of any. Honestly, I've never looked or found any. So I re- I really I, I don't have any like good JTV input when it comes right? to that. Like you can do it through JTV. Or I don't know if Jadon if it has an English function or not. But they have really good deals. I don't know. Good question. I guess a good thing to look into. Well, speaking of things that have been closed, because yeah, I was in Shibuya and like Harajuku today and stuff. Uh, is it the Tokyo building at Shibuya Crossing? The big that right at Shibuya Station? I think it was the Tokyo building. Or like one of the main buildings right at Shibuya Station's gone. It's oh. just it's gone. They tore it. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. The construction feels like all of a sudden it's ramped because that's been going on forever, right? And then all of a sudden there's like this open space. It's like what? <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, okay, well, that's weird. Cool. Yeah. And I noticed uh, Starbucks locations, I don't really notice them closing. One of them in Harajuku closed, which I thought was kind of shocking. It was the one that's right at the end of Takashita Street in Harajuku. When you start, when you get to the end and you turn right, mm-hmm. if you're going down, you turn right and you start walking towards like H&M and, and, and stuff like that. There's a little Starbucks and it's closed. Oh, like it's gone. It's just like the signage and everything is just gone. Like it's never existed. Because that street has to be empty right now, right? Uh, there's a couple. Yeah, there's some empty buildings. Because the only people that would go there were tourists. Yeah, there's plenty of other places to go to Starbucks. Oh, 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 oh. I made this observation today. Uh-huh. And I think I think it's hilarious. And I don't know if anyone's has said this before or if I'm original. I don't know. So, you know, in like, I guess, Canada, the U.S., when something closes or goes out, of bi- goes out of business, the joke is it becomes a spirit Halloween. A what? A spirit Halloween. Oh, the, the yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that that's kind of like the joke or the meme. I feel like here, when things close, like particularly like shops, mm-hmm. they turn into a gachapon uh- store. <laughs> okay, I, I've noticed yeah. so many Def- places have turned sure. into these gachapon places. Like, the Disney store that was in Harajuku, it closed a while ago. I think it was pre-pandemic it closed. Uh-huh. Or, I don't know. It, it, it's gone. doesn't matter. It's gone. Anyway, walked by there today. Guess what it is? Oh, no. Gachapon. <laughs> <laughs> and there's an... I don't, I don't remember what was there in Ixpiari, but, you know, like, near the back mm-hmm. on the second floor, I went to go past the the, the cinema. There's that Gachapon place that opened up like yeah. last year. Yeah. I don't remember what was there, but there was it was not a Gachapon place before. Um was it Nanette or was it something next to Nanette? I don't remember. 
It was it was some it was some a shop of some kind. Anyway, it closed. It's a gachapon place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> that's like our version of Spirit Halloween. There you go. Or it turns into a Lawson. Let's <laughs> we'll close and turn to Lawson's. Oh my gosh. <laughs> my goodness. Yeah, it's exciting. It's good. Japan's reopening. People can start traveling again. I personally think people should wait just to let the dust settle. Yeah. Because I. Things are going to change and it's going to be, I don't know, it's going to be a confusing mess, I think, for a little bit. Because, yeah, thing, things have changed here. Just like just like everywhere in the world, things have changed, mm-hmm. right? If you visited before, you know, 2019, 2018, whatever it was, Japan has changed. So just keep that in mind. Things are different here, <laughs> you know? Good or bad, you know, depends who you ask. But just things are different. Some things are harder. Some things are easier some things are more frustrating <laughs> you know it's just and you, you gotta wear a mask like that's let me tell you man i people do I, I i made the mistake of going out for silver week i forgot it was silver week oh yeah it was busy and everywhere. i guess i don't know if it was international tourists or tourists from other parts of japan but in tokyo like on the train there was like a few people not wearing masks and i was like what's happening what's going on I, I, I didn't i did notice a couple of it was uh, just really like jarring. that were not wearing masks yeah it tended to be foreign tourists one or two japanese i would see occasionally I, yeah the, yeah on yeah, the I don't train want to on the train tourists, specifically whereas... like outside i don't you know it's okay it's outside no though tokyo everybody's on top of each other so if you should probably be wearing it anyway but like on the train it was weird it was yeah because for the last two and a half years everyone's been wearing them uh-huh. yeah i've noticed like not just like other foreign people but like you know there, there are japanese people too that don't wear masks yeah. on the trains and stuff so i i don't know i wear it <laughs> i'm so used to it at this point it doesn't bother me i just put it on it's fine i i spritz some nice like citrus mist in my mask it smells nice i don't have to <laughs> smell many people on the train it's wonderful <laughs> you know it's great <laughs> But yeah, people wear masks here, so pack your masks. Just follow the rules, like of yep. where what is outside of businesses and your hotel. Just follow the rules, and it's super easy. It's not super. It's not hard at all. So yeah, but at least we can stop talking about <gasps> when, when is Japan, Japan going to reopen? It's going to reopen. <laughs> now we know October eleventh. Yeah. Great. Cool. <laughs> but you know, all this stuff aside that we just talked about. I'm excited for people to be able to come back. Like that yeah. option is there to come back because, you know, there are wonderful things to do here. Mm-hmm. Like at Tokyo Disneyland, like the new Being the Beast area, like that's been open for two years, you know, at this point. And like so many people haven't been able to experience it yet. So like that's there. It's obviously going to be there for a very long time. Super Nintendo World, at Universal Studios Japan. Like, you know, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of great things to look forward to. You know what we got to do? Like, we did the opening episode. We need to do an episode of, like, things that you should check out or, like, really positive things to being yeah. able to come back in the country. Like, for example, there's a lot of hotels now that are doing, like, these crazy themed areas, like rooms. And, like, one hotel in the Tokyo Disney Resort has a full airplane set up, like, with a cockpit and everything and, like, a simulator. I was just going to mention that. <laughs> We yes, should actually do wanna... an episode talking about things like that too. Yeah, like these things to look forward to. Yeah, like we don't want to be all like it's that's pretty. It's really interesting. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it is. 
Well, before we go, though, we want to thank some wonderful explorers on our Patreon. If you want to support us on the show, head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. And we have like perks and stuff on there. So please go check it out. Big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Adam, Amanda C, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Crispy, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David Baker, Kevin, Shani B, Harry, and Marina. And thank you, Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee, Marie H, Michelle, Marie, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy, and Andy, Dana, Cassandra, Annie, and Sonia. And remember, rate and review us on whatever platform you're listening to, or if you're and if you're not subscribed or followed, you know, whatever the, the verbiage is on whatever, wherever you're listening, make sure you hit that button so you never miss our new episodes. And you can find our stuff on our website, tdrexplorer.com. Japan's reopening. It's great. Welcome back <laughs> to Japan. Thank you so much, Explorers, and for sticking around with us. So, you know, over the last what, two and a half years going through this stuff, it's not quite over yet, but we're getting there slowly but surely. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer, and I am the one noticing gaping holes in the ground where things used to be. <laughs> <laughs> and joining us always is the wonderful Patricia. I am the one. You know what? I'm the one going to Disney Sea before the tourism opens up because hopefully it'll be less crowded. <laughs> um, you guys keep exploring. We're looking forward to seeing you in Japan hopefully soon and have fun. Bye. Bye.